Good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Sunday morning. Good Sunday morning. You know, have you ever thought about what happens when you begin to praise the Lord? You know, we can praise the Lord with singing and dancing and with instruments, but have we ever thought about what is actually going on in the spirit realm when we begin to praise the Lord? And the Lord placed upon my heart this Psalm 149, and I think it really does describe what really happens when we begin to praise the Lord. In Psalms 149, it says, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregations of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written this honor have all his saints praise ye the Lord hallelujah hallelujah describes the effects of praise now the word effects means to produce a change in or influence something and so therefore when we begin to praise the lord it is affecting or it's changing the atmosphere it is influencing the atmosphere it is getting god to inhabit your praise As a matter of fact in psalms 22 verse 3 it says but thou art holy O thou that inhabits the praises of israel Amen. You know, the effects of praise, sometimes we look at it more on an emotional plane, yeah. an emotional level, what it's happening in me right now. But we do often forget that when you are praising God, when you are acknowledging how great and marvelous and magnificent he is, that there's some shuffling going on in the supernatural. I mean, God is inhabiting, as you just read, the praises of his people. And when God comes down, 
down to inhabit the praises. Everything else that was there got to go. I mean, where the Lord is, there is no presence of doubt and fear. Where the Lord is, there is only victory. There is only the presence of joy and peace. When God comes into your circumstance, everything else has got to go. You Sometimes we think that things got to turn around and then we'll give God praise. Mm. I got to see my healing and then I'll bless his name. I got to see the bill paid, the miracle happen, and then I'm going to offer unto him a praise. I'd like to challenge you in the reverse. You know, the song said you don't have to wait till the battle's over. You can shout now. I challenge you to put the praise of God in your mouth long before you see the end, long before you realize the victory, long before the healing is manifested in your body. You begin to praise God as though you have what it is you're waiting and hoping for and watch God come into your circumstance. And all the time when he comes in, you might not see the manifestation turn around instantly, but what he will do is he will transform you, your perspective and your outlook and your uplook will change. And when your outlook and perspective changes, it changes the atmosphere around you and the angels start to work and do the mm, things that God right, has commanded. The, yeah, right. they begin to go to war for you. God, you know, that's why the scripture says, teach my hands to war and my fingers to fight. When you lift your hands before a holy God and you bless his holy name, there's some shifting going on in the atmosphere. We can show you scripture after scripture. When Jehoshaphat went before his enemies and the word of the Lord came to him saying, you don't have to fight in this battle. Just lift your hands and bless the Lord as he lift his hands and the people of God lift their hands and bless the Lord. The Bible says that God sent the ambushment in the camps of his enemy. God is destroying your enemy as you bless his name. He is binding the enemy as you bless his name. He is turning the circumstance as you bless his name. The effect of praise is that God will change your uplook and outlook and he will destroy the powers that are fighting against you. That's right. And you know, when you look at the first verse in the in Psalms 149, it starts out, praise ye the Lord. And it is an imperative action. It is, it is something that's very crucial that will change your, your situation or influence your atmosphere. And that's the reason why it's so important. It is, it's, it is an intensive act that you praise the Lord. And then it goes on to say, sing unto the Lord a new song. And new song is a fresh song. A new song is something that you haven't heard before. And, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you ever experienced this, that you come up out of your sleep and you're singing a song that you never heard before, but you heard it in the spirit or you began to start listening to an instrumental and all of a sudden the words of the Lord begin to come out of your spirit and you begin to sing. Well, that's a new song. It's a song that you didn't write down and have copyrighted. You didn't learn it. You didn't learn it. It's a fresh song that God has placed in your spirit that you begin to sing unto the Lord. You begin to praise. And it says, and in his praise in the congregations of the saints. And you know, there are times when, when we are doing praise and worship that a new song will break out. The other people don't know anything about it. But what happens is, is that when we begin to start singing that new song, it breaks something in the congregation, in the atmosphere. And the people begin to start singing what they're hearing. It's like a response, a recall and response, basically. It's like God is the choir director. That's right. And you remember when David played on his instrument before Saul and the evil spirits were driven? That was a new song he yes. was playing. God will give you the, the melody. God, that's because why this, God sees what's going on in the atmosphere. And he delivers to you what you need. Melodies from heaven. 
That's right. And you began to sing and play. Nothing like a skilled musician, whether it's one playing or singing, a skilled and an anointed musician that can flow with the presence of God and sing not the song they rehearse, but the song that God is putting and in that's their the reason spirit. Why that it says praise is a spiritual weapon because when you go further down, and we will get to that in a moment, but it talks about the praises a two edged sword in my hand and it executes judgment upon my enemies. Well, when enemies, well, when a song comes up, or even a song that you do know about, what happens is when you begin to start praising the Lord, it begins to well its sword, it begins to come against the enemy. Uh, I remember the time the Lord showed me in a dream, I saw angels just with their hands up and uh, praising the Lord. And I was asking the Lord, what is going on? And he says, the angels are fighting on your behalf. Now, I didn't see the enemy, but what I did see was the angels lifting up their hands, going up and down, lifting up their hands. But what he was saying is, is that they are fighting against your enemy. They didn't have no weapon in their hand, but they were praising the Lord. And I can only imagine that because that they were praising the Lord, they were doing something that, that I at that moment could not do. They understood what I was going through. The Lord was understanding what I was going through and the angels of the Lord was fighting on my behalf. And so that's what God is basically saying that when you begin to praise the Lord, he said that the angels began to fight on your behalf. The situation will begin to shift. And it's not like the things we say that, that it shifts and we, and it's over with that it's, it's done with, but you find yourself that you have to praise the Lord over again. When you see that enemy coming, then you begin to start praising the Lord and that, that, that God begins to go into action on your behalf. And, and you know, the, the thing that I like about the uh, scripture there in Psalms 149 is that when you read the beginning, it says, praise the Lord, sing unto the Lord, a new song. And it goes on about how you are commanded to praise the That's Lord. Right. It it's does imperative. not say when your circumstance turns around, offer God a praise. It does not say when the Lord has brought you out, you need to lift your hands and bless his name. It does not say when you see the transformation, when you get the confirmation that you have been delivered, you ought to bless the Lord. What it says is right where you are, right in your condition, right, now, right with your circumstance, moment, no matter what you are going around. through, you lift up yes. your voice to God who is worthy to be praised and you praise his name. It does not say when you have seen the end of the circumstance, when you have received your healing, that you sing a new song to him. It says right where you are, right what you're in, you sing unto God a new song. It takes faith to praise the Lord when you are going through. But guess what, LJ Renee? Mm. The Lord is worthy when you feel like it and, and he's worthy don't. when you don't. Right. He's worthy when you see the solution and he's worthy when the solution seems far away. That's God right. is always oh. worthy to be praised. There is always something to be thankful to God for he is worthy yes. of all of our praise and you know what even in verse 2 it says let Israel rejoice in him that made him for he is our maker and our creator and then it says let the children of Zion be joyful in their king and you know when I thought about this particular verse I thought about the other Psalms that says who is the king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle mm. that's another reason why you should praise the Lord it said who 
who is this king of glory? I mean, if you really think about it, this, the scripture, the psalm is saying that it is the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And he's saying that for us to rejoice in him that made us. And when it talks about the children of Zion, I mean, that's a high place. I mean, to be joyful in their king, we need to be really knowing who God is, that he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of Lord. And he's the one that do battle in every battle that God gets in. He wins. He's not a loser. He's the he's the king of king. He's the one that win every battle. So in our praise, we're bringing him in the midst of our situation. We said it from the beginning, but thou art holy, O Lord, that inhabits the praises of Israel. And, you know, we were talking about what do you think happens in the supernatural when you begin to praise the Lord and how that there are some things shifting and God goes to fighting for you. If you remember mm. over in Judges chapter five, when God was anointing and calling various judges as the people of God would repent and come back to him, he would raise up a judge to deliver them. If you look over in in Judges chapter five, the Bible gives the account when the people of God were going to battle, it says the kings came and fought and then fought the king of Canaan in uh, Tanash by the waters of Magado. And they took no gain for their money. But verse 20 says they fought from heaven. The stars oh in God. their courses fought against Sisera. I'm telling you, God will align the heavens and the my stars God to fight Lord. with you for you. God will align the courses of nature to fight for you. It says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell yeah. therein. It says heavens, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows forth his handiwork. If you will bless the name of God, he will set in array the courses of nature to fight on Isn't your behalf. Something? The stars will fight for you. The sun will keep shining. The moon will stay up. Whatever it takes when you are blessing the name of God, everything at his command situation. will bow and fight for you. God calls the heavens to fight against the kings that were and coming you, against the people of God. That reminds me of the scripture. It says that when my enemy came against me, they stumble and fail. Yeah. I mean, you might be thinking about how did they do that? Because God set uh, an ambushment against them. God tripped them up. God put something in their way that when the enemy come against you, it says that they stumble and fail. And verse three says, let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. And I can imagine, you know, we keep going back to the point where it says, and he inhabits the praises of Israel. And I can see that whether you're dancing, that God is and the angels are dancing with you. Whether you're singing, they're singing with you. Whether you have the instruments or the tambourines and, and you're banging on that, that the angels are also, and God are also in the midst of that. And you know what? When you begin to start thinking about that, I mean, God is there when you dance, when you sing, when you are playing upon the instruments. That's the reason why another important thing is to have a, uh, a minstrel. I mean, a, a person that is skilled in playing the organ. It's, it's one thing to have persons just there playing because they know how to read you music and know how to play. Anointed. But you need someone that's anointed that they they know when a new song been dropped in their spirit. They they just push everything aside and they begin to start singing it because they're hearing 
speaking the words of God in their spirit. Think about it. The Bible says the anointing will destroy the yoke. When you begin under the anointing to minister in the capacity and the gifts that God has given you, the anointing destroys the yoke because everything at the disposal of God goes to work and fight on your behalf. You looking around wondering, how am I going to get through this? There's no help. I don't know how God's going to do this. And you are limiting the power of God. If God can cause the heavens to fight for you, you don't have to see how he's going to do this. You don't have to understand how he's going to do this. You don't have to be able to reason and rationalize how he's going to do this. You just need to know that he will fight on your behalf. Bless the name of God from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Your God is worthy to be praised and you, you need to not withhold the praises of your God. No rock should be crying out for you. The Bible says that death cannot praise God and they that go to the pit cannot celebrate God, but the living shall bless the name of his God. As long as I am alive, I want the praises of God to be in my My, mouth and the heavens to hear my voice blessing my God. That is so powerful. Verse four says, for the Lord taketh pleasure in in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. And verse five says, let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud upon their beds. And you know what? When I, when I read this, I said, Lord, what does it mean to be, to, to sing aloud upon their beds? And mostly it's when individuals, you know, like in the night season and, and one of the scriptures said, when you're mourning or when you're grieving upon your bed, that these are the times that you sing aloud the songs. But what came to me was Job 35 verse 10, the B part of verse 10. It says, who gives songs in the night, songs of deliverance. My God, haven't you ever heard of the songs of deliverance when, when you are going through your land on your bed sometimes and your tears are falling and your word in your mind and all of a sudden the song comes that God gives you. It could be a new song or it could be one that you've heard on the radio. You've been practicing with the praise team, but that song begin to rise up into your spirit and when you begin to listen to the words of that song, you know that's a message from God. He's sending you. He said, my name is victory. He said, what's my plan? My name is, is victory or or you're, you're, you're feeling burdened down and the song says that God will lift your burdens and, and those, those type of songs, those lyrics, when you listen to them, he's giving you a message right now. He's encouraging you to know that I hear your cry and here's a song that I want you to sing that will break the chains of the kings and the noblemen, those that have been set against you, those principalities and, and powers that have been sent against you, those spirits in high places, those ones that have been sent against you, that the songs that he gives you is breaking the chain and is breaking the fetters that the enemy is trying to bind you with. And sometimes you feel so bound up. You feel like you can't get free Come on and now. you're wondering, what, what do I need to do? Can somebody pray for me? Listen, let me give you a simple solution. Open your mouth and bless the name of God. Oh God. He will come through to where you are. He inhabits the praises of his people. And when he comes through, think about it. If you've got something in a cup and you go to pour water in that cup, eventually when that water overtakes and begins to fill up that cup, whatever was in there is going to come out. Let God fill you up. So whatever is in there has got to come out. When God comes in with the fullness of his presence, whatever was there binding you, whatever was there tormenting you, whatever was there trying to bother 
for you. It's got to go because in the presence of God God is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. You bless his name. He will come in in the fullness of his presence. Let the high praise of God be in your mouth. You bless his name. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the naysayers are saying. Open up your mouth and give the Lord the highest praise. What is the highest praise that you can give to the Lord? The highest praise is hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you love to praise the Lord, lift up your voice and say, Hallelujah. Let God be praised. Amen. And even listening to that song, I'm thinking about the incident that happened and is recorded in Acts 16 and verse 25 and 26 when it talked about Paul and Silas was held up in the jail. And it says this and says, uh, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Can you imagine if them singing that song and, and you know, they weren't quiet. I would quiet. love to know what song <laughs> they, they were singing. Because you know it wasn't quiet. You know, they began to start singing the songs. And it says, and the prisoners heard them. And I can imagine the prisoners saying, how is it that you're locked up in this prison and, so, so and you're singing? First of all, that tells me. They were not singing under their breath and in their mind, but they were audibly blessing, blessing the, the Lord. name of That's the Lord. That's right. And it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's band, not, not only their bands, but Everybody. said, everyone's bands were loosed. Not only were people were loose from their bands, but it says that the prison doors were open where they could have walked. Everybody could have walked out. Let's do like Paul and Silas. Let's pray and sing praises unto God. You know, the Psalms are songs that were sang in the congregation of the righteous. If you haven't written your own Psalm, open up your Bible and read the Psalms that have already been written. The Bible says, I will bless the name of the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her Mm. boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Psalms 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, when they gather themselves against me to eat up my flesh, to tear up my soul, the Bible says God will cause them to stumble and fall. Even if a host should encamp against me, I will not fear. If war would rise against me in this, will I be confident? I have desired only one thing of the Lord, and I seek after with all of my heart that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord mm. and to inquire in his temple. And you know what? This goes along with the songs. Just praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise. Now, see, he's, they're giving examples in which to praise him for. It says, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbre and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. In Psalms 103, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Oh, this is what you say when in one of the verses says, why am my soul so disquieted in me? He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquity who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfy my mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He utterly put in action. Oh God, the Lord execute righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He make known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath on. Oh, this is the part. He hath not dealt with us after our own sins, nor rewarded us according to our own iniquities for as the heaven is high above the earth so great is his mercy toward them that fear him as far as the east is from the west so far has he removed our transgression from us let the high praise of god be in your mouth and a two-edged sword in your hand mm. and when you bless the lord the effects of praise god will come in to where you are he will inhabit the praises you can't talk about him him and glorify him and he not give you a captive audience and when he comes in everything else has got to go he comes in with power he comes in with glory he comes in with victory and when he comes in your circumstance is going to turn around so bless the lord even where you are and give god the highest praise halle halle hallelujah hallelujah father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word we thank you father for your instructions as we think about your greatness, as we think about your power, as we think about your loving kindness, as we think about your mercies, Father, that we will lift up a praise unto your holy name. And Father, we thank you that you have even revealed that when we do this, dear Father God, that 
you execute judgment upon our enemies, oh, Father. But when we begin to praise you, you come and, Father, inhabit our praises. You change situations. You influence circumstances. You will line up the stars and the moons that even fight for us. We thank you, oh, God, for being the executor on our behalf. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.